Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You have to stay in your lane. You have to stay disciplined with, with any quarterback that runs. Lamar's special. You know, he, he's fast and one of the faster guys on the field when it's all said and done. And, and he's shifty where Josh, will go, he'll go right through you. He doesn't care. He's a big, big man. And probably equally as fast. I mean, he's a fast kid. He's run away from secondary players. We've seen that on on tape. So this kid, he throws it well. He throws on the move well. He runs the ball well. So we've just got to stay on top of that part of it, uh, you know, throughout practice this week and then during the game. Look as good as our AFC North champions with Zip Cleaners, official partner of the Baltimore Ravens with low prices and by nine, out by five service. Zips has 24-7 Dropbox and DoorDash delivery at select locations. Visit zip, ZipsCleaners.com. Zips makes it easy for you to look your best. That's it, Coach Reed. We, we can just wrap it up right here, right? That's the key. Stay in your lanes. Mm-hmm. When you're facing Lamar Jackson, that's it. Let's just do that and go home. I remember Kyle Van Noy when he was with the New England Patriots. He had Lamar Jackson dead to rights. I remember that play. Seven yards deep in the backfield. Nowhere for Lamar to go. No, nowhere for mortal men to go. But Lamar Jackson can juke you in the phone booth. Kids that are listening, ask your parents what the phone booth is. But he can juke you in the phone booth. You can stay in your lane all you want. Ed, Lamar creates his own lane. You're talking about breaking somebody's ankles in that play. That was remarkable. You think Kyle said to him when he signed here? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Well, I was just sitting here thinking about the one Texans player uh, who tackled uh, Lamar in the open field, got a hold of that foot and held him. And like, even losing that game, I'm still get to go home and say, "Yeah, you know what? In the open field, I got his ass." Like, I think people celebrate that. I do too. That's got to be one of the toughest yeah. things to do is to tackle. Same thing with like Barry Sanders. Like, you don't want to be matched up with yeah, that guy no, in the open field. No. I remember when Jadavian uh, Clowney was um, was on the uh, Cleveland Browns. And he tried to catch Lamar, and he put his hand on his hips, put both hands on his hips, and he looked at him. As, and he followed Lamar with his eyes as Lamar went to the huddle. And you could tell he was Mary Franklin him to death. <laughs> so if I'm the Baltimore Ravens, my offseason negotiation is play with him or play against him. Yeah. That's about <laughs> to go. Play with him or play against him. Listen, I, I, I respect what Andy Reid had to say, and he's right. If you want to beat him, you've got to stay in your lane. But, Ed, I guarantee you their defenders were saying, I can't stay in my lane. He's not running this way. He causes you to break containment. He causes you to do all the things that you're not supposed to do as a defender because he is so different. He is 
he's just a very different guy. But you have to be it you're right, because he's different, but as a defender, you really do have to listen to you do have to stay in your lane and and not because you just want this is my responsibility. If he gets through here, I screwed up, but you gotta stay in your lane. If you if you do anything to try to play hero ball and make a big play on him, you can make a fool out of you. Let me ask you this. He said, um, Coach Reed said that's what they try to do in practice. The problem is, who has the job of playing Lamar in practice and who can do it? Yeah. Well, it's like a lot of times where um, we've seen this before on the scout team where you try to get somebody to simulate what the guy is I mean, you'd have to have someone like Tyreek Hill to play Lamar. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. And they don't have him anymore. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Find a DB. Yeah. 410-583-1057. Bob and Timonium wants to weigh in. What's up, Bob? How y'all doing this morning? Doing well. How are you? I'm good. Hey, uh, all these game plans for Lamar. I'm going to break this one down for you. Go ahead. The reason I have so much problem is Lamar doesn't know what he's going to do until he does it. So how do you plan for that? True. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. Hey, Bob, have a good one, my friend. 410-583-1057. Jay on Tillman Island. Always like to hear from Jay. What's up, Jay? Good morning, gentlemen. Always a good topic you guys bring up. Thank Uh, you, sir. The thing thing is, they got to worry about Lamar, but you know what? I'd be worried about the defense, man. Them guys gang tackle. When they stand somebody up, everybody else is trying to get in on the hit, and you got three or four people hitting them. So, yeah, defense is going to be there, and that's what I'd be worrying about as well. Jay, that defense has bad intentions, man. And, I'm, and I know you can say all defenses do. No, no, they are, they are nasty. They, they're just downright nasty. I, you know, when you look at this defense, too, it's something where I, I do think it's a lot of scheme. But I think when you buy into the scheme – you get these types of results when you like. It's got to be the right personnel, but th- you, you have to look at it. You're kicking the tires on a Kyle Van Noy who comes in. He's buying into what you're doing. You're playing him in a limited role. Um, Geno Stone being a guy who's kind of figured it out. He's trying to figure out mm-hmm. he's going to get his contract. Like I'm not trying to dismiss what the players are doing. In you're this. not dismissing what the players are doing. I've said this before. The genius of Mike. You're right. It is scheme. The genius of Mike McDonald, Ed, is figuring out would have put the player in their best position. That's the genius of Mike McDonald. Yes. That's his genius. That's, that's how Kyle Hamilton got created. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it is. Jeremy, you're not taking anything away. Kyle Hamilton is a great player. But Mike McDonald is a genius in knowing how to make Kyle, you know, get the best out of Kyle Hamilton. So it's, it's not it's not minimizing. He's not in college anymore. <laughs> he's at the NFL, guys. He's kicking y'all's ass. I mean, that's it's, it's, my if your scheme is maximizing the player's talent, then you're genius at coaching. That's what you're supposed yeah. to do. Yeah. So it, it, it is scheme, but it's not like, well, it's not like saying when a quarterback is only good in the scheme. No, these are defenders that he's he, – okay, Kyle Hamilton is a super freakishly good athlete. So let me put him in a spot where he can display that. You know, Jadavian Clowney is good at this. You know, no one's used Jadavian this way in years. Let me use Jadavian this way. You know, Kyle Van Noy is limited now. Mm-hmm. So let me take the limited skills that he's now having and put him in a place where he's only playing in this box. Now he looks enormous when he's really not. We're playing him in this box. Yeah. That's the genius of coaching, man. And if you don't know that, then you're putting players out there who are lost. I was so hoping you said, if you don't know, now you know. I thought that's where he was <laughs> if going. If you know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Update from the yard with Jacob Calvin Meyer at 745 to talk to Orioles baseball. But on the other side, we'll go outside of Ravens. Charges are set to meet with Jim Harbaugh again. At the same time, Pete Carroll's reportedly pushing for a job as well.
are we surprised that these two guys are still left unemployed? What about Bill Belichick? Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 7.15 in the AM Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. And are you surprised that Jim Harbaugh is still without it? He's not unemployed, but without an NFL job so far? Not really, because I think with him it's going to take a little more um, negotiation. I think Jim Harbaugh is going to be a lot like Belichick, where he's going to want a lot of control. He's just not going to say, you know be the on-field coach. He's going to have some control of the personnel and things like that. Yeah, that's his personality, too. Yeah. yeah. I think he's going to be one of those guys. So that's why I think it's taking away. But it's his second go-around with the Chargers, so... I really hope he goes there because that'd be probably the best thing to happen to them in years. Are you surprised that Pete Carroll is unemployed? A little bit. I'm know. not really. His age? Was, yeah. You know. What's the trend now? Yeah, young. And I'm not surprised, Bill Belichick. I think it's yeah. going to take an an older owner who's been around, old school owner, to hire Bill Belichick, Jeremy. Blank Arthur Blank. Mm-hmm. I think the trend is under sixty. You know, I think that's kind of the trend now. I'm not saying that's the right thing to do. I think, you know, if you get a good coach, you get a good coach. I think Pete Carroll's a good coach. But I think I think when you have these younger, you can identify with the players better, that kind of good thing, I think that tends to be the trend now. I mean, I like to see some of the younger guys getting an opportunity. I mean, you got to admit, when uh, the Titans made their selection, people were going, who? Who's 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 coming in? Yeah. What are they doing? You know, like you look at some of these teams and who they're hiring – but they get the offensive coordinator from Cincinnati. And some of the I'd rather see those guys where we're like, how did he get an opera? Like, just to see some fresh blood. And this isn't me. This I still think, look, you know, I'm not a Pete Carroll guy. I still think he's a good coach. Um, I uh, you know, and you look at some of these other guys, like Bill Belichick, that's a no-brainer if he still wants to coach that you bring that cat in. Um, that's why I think Atlanta got the right guy. But I'm interested <laughs> to see where Mike Vrabel goes. I think whoever gets him, that's it's a really good coach. I, I got to be honest, man. Mike Rabel, Raheem Morris, um, someone else I'm thinking. Raheem Morris ain't getting any. Well, I I think he should get some calls, but so, I don't feel like he has really, right? Those, Except for the, you know what I'm getting ready. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're going to be the, 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 the token room, guy yeah. to come in yeah. to get the interview to say we did our due diligence. 
Um, I think those guys will be top on my list. I think those guys can. Those guys are coaches. You know, I mean, they're not. They're not. They're not ego guys. They're, those guys are just legit coaches, man. I mean, they're there. They're X's and O's guys with with good personalities, but they will be at the top of my list. I like those guys. Who's the next coach to get hired? In your opinion, either one of you? Because the last coach at the office coordinator from Cincinnati, right? I hope they all get hired before the end. So of the Raiders season. hired their coach. Patriots hired their coach. Patriots, they had that done already. That was in his contract. Yeah, he was. It was done. Um, I, I be, I give it. I think it's going to be Harbaugh. I, I, if they're meeting with him again, you know, they're not going to waste each other's time. No, I just think it's going to be. He, he probably be the next one to go. I think probably again. The reason I keep saying I want to see all these guys sign because that would typically mean that unless something else goofy happens. Nothing happens with McDonald and um, and uh, Munkin. Munkin, yeah. yeah. So. Super Dave Osborne over there, um, Todd Munkin. What's it? Funkhauser is that his name? In uh, yeah, Funkhauser. Yeah. yeah. Let me tell you a joke about my wife. I'm oh, sorry. That's the. If you haven't seen the Funkhauser joke on, uh, it tells the Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, it's did, a Jerry Seinfeld. Did he die? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like two years Reasonable, ago. Right? Yeah. 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 During the show, right? Like uh, well, yeah. show salon. So yes. It's a good point, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering, I'm, I'm, are those your see, skis, I, both of them? I thought you were saying like, like on the show he died. I'm like, what is like on screen? Yeah. Like, like, was it part of what episode was this? That's like, that's like saying, here's a picture of me when I was younger. Every picture of you is when you were younger. <laughs> Even yesterday, we don't have any pictures of you from the future. <laughs> Idiot! Idiot! <laughs> Four ten five eight three one zero five seven is the number. Baltimore's <laughs> <laughs> big bad morning show on the fan. Bill in Sykesville has an excellent suggestion. I'm loving this, Bill. What you got for us, man? Hey guys, good morning. Good morning. I hope that our boys, when they get a touchdown, they do the Harb stance in the end zone. <laughs> oh. I hope they do it. Can you imagine Odell Beckham do Jr. doing a Harb dance, man? That would be awesome. I hope they I hope they do it like five times. That's so funny. I I'm have, with you on that one. Great suggestion. I'm actually Hobbs the dancer. Yes. But I am it's can funny. I, can I ask you two a question? Sure. All right. It's just us talking right now. Nobody's listening, right? Nobody's listening, all right? Because I don't want anybody else to hear this. Why is it socially acceptable only for white men to be bad dancers? Because it's expected. Because I can't. If if I dance bad, nobody wants to see that. If you dance bad, it goes viral. Do you know what happened in our groups to the? Why boys? why is that? Why is it? Why is it not acceptable? Elaine, not only white guys, white people. Elaine was one of the worst dancers on television the ever. Episodes but ever. But it's the funniest episode. You know what I mean? If if that was two two seven. Nobody wants to see that. And Jack A. Yes, nobody wants to see Jack A. dance badly. But Elaine. <laughs> Link. <laughs> I watched the, the hell out of some two. Oh, now that you mention this, I found, I've been looking for something to send. I'm sending him a text today, horror, and this is in it. <laughs> oh, John Travolta. Because yeah. <laughs> he kind of had the same move at the end there. Why, but, why is that? Why is that socially acceptable? But you know, black dudes get the same thing when they can't play basketball. When they, uh-huh. you know, it's like, hey, if man. you and I stood up right now and danced, and Ed filmed it. And I'll, both of us dance poorly, Let's which say we I both wouldn't. Dance the same. Which I wouldn't, but it's poorly. Yeah. 
Folks would be like, Dad, what's wrong with Rob? Man, but Jeremy. laugh at Jeremy. <laughs> they would know you're dancing bad, but yours would be funny. Mine would be pathetic. It's so good. Yes. Why is that? Greater expectations. I'm calling yeah. a foul. <laughs> I'm throwing a flag on that. Higher even, expectations. Even though I'm, I'm not a bad dancer, I'm not, but I'm throwing a flag on that. For all the black bad dancers out there, they're unfairly treated. Do you remember in The Office in the first season when they had basketball and they're picking their team, <laughs> and Michael Scott picks Stanley first. He's black. <laughs> Stanley's over there dribbling like this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. He looks over there. What are you doing? You're black. You should be able to play. <laughs> yeah, I just I'm calling foul. I'm th- throwing a flag on that. Let's go to Rise's son and get Tom. What's up, Tom? Tom. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, BBM. Hey, I just wanted to see if um. You guys noticed the same thing that I've noticed. I, I was lucky enough to go to the uh, the game where we pissed off PETA by slaughtering dozens of dolphins on national TV. <laughs> and and I noticed that our defense is just so uh, disciplined on not only making the open field tackles this year compared to previous years, but the backup to what happens if that one guy misses, if they spin out or whatever. I, 100% We're, I've noticed. Listen, I, I've been talking about this because, number one, you're right. The tackling has gotten better because one of my biggest my pet peeve with Patrick McQueen was his, his lack of rap on tackling, and he would miss a lot of tackles. Like for a linebacker, that's a mortal sin. This year, that's better, and there are so many jerseys around the opposing player. You'll see they don't tackle solo. I mean, when you have to, but you see gang tackling this year. Like you don't see, I haven't seen that in a while. And he's right. Call is spot on. Good stuff. I mean, when you watch the team, you do see a lot of, yeah. depending on what color Again, that's jerseys they're wearing, they're all around yeah. it. And a couple times where you've like seen it where a guy's holding up someone, and then here comes the, help is on the way, dear, <laughs> and then they knock him over, you know? Yeah, or, the, you know, the first guy kind of, you know, whiffs or does, you know, gets a piece of him, but the guy, you know, breaks the tackle, but it doesn't matter because there's two other people right there. I love this. I love this. Aaron says... You can stay in your lane, but Lamar uses the motorcycle lane. Yes. 410-583-1057. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Moving right along a little bit later on the show, we got Hall of Fame voter Dan Connolly. That will be in the 9 o'clock hour. But on the other side, it's M&T Bank Stadium starting to gain some uh, more credibility for being one of the loudest stadiums around. All opponents talk about that on the way here. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show right here on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Baltimore is the most underrated environment in the entire NFL. This play, it's a blue collar talking town. That's all you need to know. Anytime you're playing football in a blue collar talking town and their team's playing good, it's going to be a long day. That is going to be a tough place. And Baltimore always has been. Every time I've been in there, it's like, oh, these particular folks know how to, I mean, they know how to talk around here. And it's good. That's Pat McAfee from the Pat McAfee show. And, uh, I think the Ravens, the I was just say the Raven flock, uh, earning a reputation right now around the NFL, because a lot of coaches and players, opposing Hello. players, Jeremy talk about how tough it is to play in the stadium, and when you look at six dead ball fouls, pre-snap fouls, I should say, by the, uh, the opposing offense, a lot that's fans, that's fan based. Yeah. That's not players confused. Players can't hear. How about how about the quarterback that's coming in this week? Pat Mahomes said it's one of two places where he has to use a you know a, a hand signals yeah. and silent yeah. different silent things count. just to try to um, make sure they're getting their plays off and everybody's on the same page because it gets so loud here. And we knew it was loud here, but it never got the kind of consideration that like Seattle and Kansas City. That was do. the other place that was mentioned was yeah. Seattle. Well, he plays in Kansas City, so his team's going to be quiet there. So the yeah, two names but, that are always brought up. But he brought up Seattle and Baltimore. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So like, yeah. it's kind of cool to be mentioned with those two mm-hmm. because they are known as the two loudest stadiums in the NFL. Uh, it's, it, players swear by this. And um, I think Vinny Serrato may have said this on air. Seattle uses fake noise. Mm-hmm. Atlanta did too. Yeah, Atlanta well, did. A lot sure. of the dome teams, Indy did too. But, yeah. but, they but people, it in. but people swear by Seattle uses fake noise. And the reason why a lot of people point to it, people who like like engineers point to it, because the opening on the one end, mm-hmm. there's no way for noise to get trapped in like it does there with that open end to that stadium. Yeah. And they swear by it. Yeah. And uh, I, don't, I don't know if they do or not, but people tell you it's almost impossible for that stadium to get as loud as it is with that opening on the other end of it. Yeah. I mean, that's why everybody would always talk about it, like how loud it gets at the yeah. decimal level. And we all remember when Beast Mode went off and yeah. what they were saying that stadium sounded like and it was moving. I mean, we've been here like at Camden Yards when Delman Young hit that double. You can't tell me that stadium wasn't moving. I remember TNT, after that, the big thing for them was 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 putting that little monitor out there to see whether or not – you know, how loud it was there here at Camden Yards. Mm-hmm. So, look, I do think that there's uh, – look, that's hats off to the fans for being loud and knowing what time it is and being well, good fans. And the more you get here, the better you understand what you're supposed to well, do. Well, you know what's in- interesting is – I'll tell you why I looked this up. When you look up decibel levels, according to Cole, they, they were up to like 112, 113 in the last game. Mm-hmm. 115 and above is when you have serious injury. You can to hearing. So they're right there for like the serious injury level. Um, <clears throat> Why were reason- you looking it up? You never mentioned that part. Uh, all right. She's not listening. Um, Your wife yep. goes louder than that. Yes. And I'm not joking. She, just her normal conversation <laughs> is so loud 
I was at having lunch with Tom Rogers from Fox 45. So we meet up at Michael's. He comes over to the car, and he thought we were having a fight. He's he standing outside the car. I get out. He goes, you okay? I go, yeah, I'm fine. Why? He goes, I, I, I kind of heard what's going on in there. I go, oh, no, that was just that's just conversation. It was so loud. The screen on my car, because you know, I have uh, Apple Play, mm-hmm. it gave me a warning. You're currently listening at a decibel level that is dangerous to your hearing. With and her it was, talking? Yes. Well, oh congratulations God. on that. That must be a <laughs> true story. I can hear her when she types something to me uh, on Facebook. <laughs> Why are you the way that you are? Stop shouting. Where'd she grow up? Highland Town. I'm not going to respond to that right now. <laughs> people who grew up in Highland Town listening to the show. <laughs> There's certain areas... In Baltimore, that are louder than others. Yeah, that's one of them. One of the areas, the area that I grew up in in West Baltimore is one of those areas. Yep. So I can say, let me say that first before people in Hollandtown get on me. Dundalk would be one of those areas. Hollandtown, um, yeah, probably. I'm probably thinking Essex would be a loud <laughs> area too. You know, yeah. it's just because people get extremely comfortable around one another. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they just talk loudly. Yes. As my, as my grandmother used to, used to say, we can sing together, but we can't all talk together. Four ten five eight three one zero five seven is the number. Part of this big bad morning show on the fan. How much would this crowd, in your opinion, uh, uh, Jeremy, uh, impact this game on Sunday? Look, I think it's going to be huge, man. Um, and hopefully, we're, we're seeing a lot of people. I know. I don't fault people for selling their tickets and different things because sometimes it can pay for the whole package and and all that stuff. But uh, but you've got you've got an AFC championship and you have a chance to do something that's pretty special. Um, so I, I'm hoping that the crowd shows up. They've been great in the playoffs thus far and towards the end of the season. I would imagine most of the people buying tickets at that price are Ravens fans. I would say they, they may be Ravens fans who don't normally go to games, so that might be your fear. You know, if you if you can afford three separate or four separate one thousand dollar tickets, maybe you're a little wine and cheese. I don't know, but I would think. I would think you're selling to other Ravens fans, and and I, I just don't I don't I mean I don't care how wine and cheese you are, as you heard Pat McAfee. This is Baltimore, man. Even the wine and cheese around here is loud and, yeah. and obnoxious, and I say that as a loud and obnoxious person. <laughs> <laughs> I say that as a proud, loud and obnoxious Didn't person. Shannon Sharp talk about the white trash um, of cheering here, how loud it was. Yeah, I didn't mean it in a bad way. He said it's that you know. That white trash noise is really loud there in Baltimore. Well, there's a lot of it, and I can say that because I'm part of it. Yeah. So, but uh, you know, like it's it's good. I it's a I good just thing. I don't know. I like our white trash. Maybe it's the only white trash I really know, but I like it. Like I'm comfortable. <laughs> I grew up around. You know, there's some phrases that you can't say. You can just nod to. Yeah. That I can say. Yeah. That's one that I can't <laughs> I say. I just nod to. Yeah. I don't repeat that. But it's funny though. I feel like you. Like I'm comfortable with it because I grew up that way with you know lower middle class people. Mm-hmm. And I, I, when you're out of your element, it's just not that comfortable. But that makes me. I'm very comfortable with that. I feel more comfortable. I don't want to say those people, but I, I like. For example, um, I would tell this story when when Scott would invite me to his uh, Garcia would invite me to his Christmas party, and all of his friends would come out. That's a different group. It's a different clientele. Yes, that I'm accustomed to. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely showing up as the worst dressed person there. There's no question about that. But it is weird having like those types of. Comments. You do that on radio, and that's hard to do. I, whatever, man. I, 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 I will say this though, I can go back to West Baltimore and go up to the the uh, carry uh, carryout stores with the bulletproof glass. Mm-hmm. 
and be welcome and comfortable, just like I can go into the hole in the wall in Sparrow's Point mm-hmm. and be comfortable. Yeah. I mean, either, mm-hmm. either it doesn't, and I think people make that. That's what people get wrong. They think because you go into these places, they don't look like you. They don't care. I went to one spot up in Hartford County over the weekend. Uh, my Under Armour rep invited me up there. And you know, when you walk in, I bet most people would like take the needle on the record scratch. You walked in, hey, what's going on? What are you drinking? You know, it's just people don't care. Yeah, no. People really don't care. don't care. You care more than they care. If you walked in and just act accordingly, nobody cares. Mm-hmm. 410-583-1057 is the number. Look like you belong. Then you'll belong. <laughs> Barbershop topic of the day is at 8 o'clock. But on the other side, our man, Jacob Calvin Meyer joins us. What are the Orioles doing or what are they not doing? Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. You are seriously watching the uh, video on that R. Long thing. Yeah, the Baltimore banner. All right. Who the is R. Long? Joining us right now is Jacob Calvin Meyer, courtesy of the WGK Log Guest Hotline. What's up, Mr. Meyer? Hey, fellas. How you doing? Good. Doing well, man. Doing well. Uh, Baltimore Orioles, kind of quiet in the offseason. Signed a reliever. Uh, made an acquisition for a pitcher who may help out the organization or may not. Uh, do you anticipate this team doing anything else, especially with the uh, rotation in the offseason? A quiet offseason for the Orioles? What? I mean, that's a shock, isn't it? <laughs> uh, l- listen, I think this is what the expectation should have been going into the offseason. Um, it wasn't for a lot of uh, a large portion of the fan base, and, and those people are um, – you know, rightfully so disappointed because you know, there were people expecting them to go out and trade for uh, a top-line starting pitcher or be one of the teams who gives a um, $100 million contract or near it to somebody like Josh Hader or Eduardo Rodriguez or any of the other starting pitchers on the market. And um, for whatever reason, whether they uh, – don't have the money or they don't want to spend the money rather, or uh, they don't believe they need to take that level of investment into a starting pitcher because they do have a pretty good depth uh, in the rotation. When you look at the fact that as it stands right now, perhaps Tyler Wells could be the quote unquote number five starter. And, and he was a potential all-star candidate in the first half last season. And then you've got guys like Cole Irvin uh, and DL Hall and a couple of prospects. I believe they're top three pitching prospects, not including D.L. Hall, are going to be in AAA to start next season. And so when you look at that depth, it's like, okay, do they really need a starting pitcher? You know, in that, in that sense, not really for depth purposes, but do they need a guy at the top? I think they probably do if they want to get where they want to get. And so now if they don't do anything in the next month or two, then this, the focus shifts again <laughs> to the deadline. And it's not like the cost for Dylan Cease or Shane Bieber or anybody else, Corbin Burns, is going to come down that much between now and, and July. Jacob Calvin Meyer joins us from Baltimore Sun, BaltimoreSun.com. I, my fear is, and what you just said kind of triggered this question that I've asked other people. You mentioned not spending. My, my great fear is that they won 101 games with the second lowest payroll in baseball. Could it be that this is going to be how they go forward and just try to be the Tampa Bay Rays? Well... <laughs> Yeah, listen, if, if they if they can be as successful as the Tampa Bay Rays have been in terms of procuring talent and developing talent 
then that's not the worst case scenario. The, the worst case scenario is they try to be the Tampa Bay Rays and they can't. And then you're in a situation where that project fails and maybe you're the Milwaukee Brewers, you know, which again, there are worse organizations in major league baseball to be clear, but um, that is not near the ceiling of, of where the Orioles should want to get to. Right. Um, and so it, it all depends again, the last time, I believe the last time uh, John Angelo spoke to local media in a, in a group setting, press conference, scrum setting, he compared the Orioles organization or what his, um, if it's the way he views the Orioles organization and compares to others, he named Tampa Bay, he named Cleveland, and he named Milwaukee, which are three very well-run organizations who consistently have payrolls in the bottom 10 of the league and uh, are three organizations that uh, haven't won a World Series in, I don't know, something like 60, 70 years. So um, I can't – I wish I, I knew the answer to exactly what the, the goals are. Listen, payroll is going to increase just because of the fact that they have 17 arbitration-eligible players and, and all of them are due for raises. Um, you know, the, the quote-unquote worst-case scenario of the offseason was that they don't go out and get – a starting pitcher, and then they trade away Anthony Santander because he's in his last year of arbitration, um, and he's going to be one of their, their highest-paid players. Oh, God, no. And, oh, God, and, no. <laughs> and so that hasn't happened, right? That, that, that hasn't happened. So, so I'm not saying they deserve credit for, <laughs> for not trading away one of the best switch hitters in baseball, but um, you know, in, that, in that sense, it hasn't been a disastrous offseason. Um, but – yeah, listen, if they can be as successful as Tampa Bay, that's great. But um, I think a lot of people look at this and see an opportunity. I don't think anybody looks at this and says, oh, okay, this is a team that you need to go be top five in payroll or top, even top ten. Nobody's asking for that. They're, they're asking for you to spend commensurate with what uh, your market is and how good your organization is and use this moment to have a, a wider window um, and keep guys like Adley and, 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 and Gunner here um, and if you do that, you, you can have a pretty wide window and you can see more ALEs championships. But if, if you, if you keep that payroll low, your margin for error is really, really thin. And then you need to be as efficient as Tampa Bay. And that's hard to do. So Jacob, as you uh, look at this team and, and moving forward, when do we see Jackson holiday in your opinion? Oh gosh. Um, I think I, I think everybody has to take Mike Elias at his word that there is a very strong possibility that Jackson Holiday makes the opening day roster. Um, that does not mean it's guaranteed, and that does not mean it's going to happen. Again, uh, Grayson Rodriguez, the same things were being said last offseason about Grayson Rodriguez. Now that situation was a little bit different because he did not perform particularly well in spring training, although you know, for a lot of guys, spring training is not the most important thing. Kyle Bradish didn't pitch well, uh, very well in spring training uh, last year either. So, um, and, and they, they started Grayson in the minor leagues and then obviously things unfolded the way that they did after that. So for Jackson holiday, I think just the way I look at it is definitely taking Michael Elias at his word. He definitely has a shot to make the opening day roster, but at the same time, if they don't end up making a trade, and a trade that could potentially includes somebody like Jorge Mateo 
or Ramona Rios. My default position is that Jackson Holiday will probably start the year in the minors for a month or two. Will it align with uh, potential dates that would uh, get the organization to have another year of service time of Jackson Holiday, perhaps? Um, and then, then you're then you're looking at how the the Rookie of the Year thing could shake out with the the new rules, where if you do have a player in that situation, where if they come up after that deadline and they get an extra year of service time, but then they end up finishing, I believe, top two in rookie of the year voting, then they can get that year back. And, and so there's all of that complication. And, and I believe Jackson Holiday is the favorite on the betting market, a slight, a slight favorite Correct. To, to win a, a rookie of the year. And so, you know, if he, if he doesn't get caught up at the beginning of the season, then, then the chances of that diminish a little bit. However, there, there is something to consider with these new roles, which is the prospect incentive pick, which um, Senator Henderson uh, got the team this past season from winning the rookie of the year award where basically the Orioles get an extra first-round pick because uh, Gunnar Henderson was a top prospect that they had up at the, basically at the beginning of the season, and he won Rookie of the Year. And so um, I know the organization really covets those picks. The way that they can sustain this model of being a, a low payroll team who is consistently good is if you have three first-round picks every year and they keep hitting on these picks, then, then, <laughs> then this is going to continue to be the case. And so – Perhaps they look at this this calculation and say, okay, uh, Jackson Holiday is definitely one of our best five or six infielders, and we could potentially get that pick um, if he performs as well as they think he's going to perform. And so let's have him let's have him start the year uh, on the opening day roster. Hasn't been a lot of movement, but I don't want unnecessary movement. Uh, he is uh, Jacob Calvin Meyer, Baltimore Sun, BaltimoreSun.com. Jake, thanks a lot, my man. Always a pleasure. Thanks, guys. Thank right. you. Four ten five eight three one zero five seven. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Shovels at 8.30. If you have a shovel, get ready because we definitely have one each. But on the other side, our barbershop topic of the day. Mark Andrews, what does his return mean to the office and why are people unsettled by the potential uh, return of a former all-pro tight end? Barbershop topic of the day up next on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.